All right, welcome to another episode. Hope you're doing great. Uh, today I'm answering a question that I got yesterday uh, that goes like this. How do you go from very little to a lot with NFTs? And I kind of like answered it on my Instagram stories, uh, but of course in there I cannot go super deep because it's very short. So I wanted to uh, shoot an episode about this and just give you my thoughts. I haven't been doing this for years, uh, like 99% of people haven't been doing this for years because NFTs um, kind of like came into existence for most people in 2021. If you were, you know, trading NFTs uh, in 2017, 2018, you were a true degen, right? But um, I'll just tell you like what I've learned so far from my experience and what I've seen other people do as well. So like, how do you go from one ETH to 10 ETH? How do you go from 10 ETH to 30 ETH? Uh, some people get into the market and they and they put you know uh, a bunch of money in the market they buy uh, really high quality nfts and of course it's not cheap maybe you bought a cool cat when it was three ETH. that was that was still you know ten thousand dollars maybe you bought an ape for 15 ETH, and that was you know forty thousand dollars and then they went up significantly and yeah you made multiple six figures profit right there uh, just by buying something and holding it and, and doing nothing, right? And a lot of people, uh, well, a lot of people do that, but definitely they are the minority, right? Uh, most people don't have tens of thousands of dollars to go and, and uh, you know, buy uh, JPEGs. And most people start small and um, and that's the reality, right? So how do you go from, from a little to a lot? Uh, there's kind of like two main ways. So the first one is by flipping your way up, which means that you buy what you can afford, right? Um, you buy good NFTs at good prices and then you try to sell them when they go up and then use that money to buy more NFTs that are undervalued. And then you kind of like repeat the process, you rinse and repeat. Or you can just go and buy a good NFT that's on your budget and literally hold it for a very long time. Uh, until your ETH multiplies enough that you have more capital and maybe you can sell then and that is like a more long-term approach or you might decide to never sell it and just you know wait for the NFT to appreciate a lot um, but what I see most people doing that have a lower budget is just, they just flip their way up right this is not really like my main focus like my main focus is is just holding long-term because I believe that holding long-term is going to be what's going to pay off the most. And also I designed my portfolio to get things that I uh, want to hold long-term, right? Like most of the things that I have, I'm like, I don't, I don't want to sell this right now. I don't want to sell for a 2X or a 3X. It, for me, it's not, it's not worth it because I know that by holding long-term, I can make a lot more than that. So... Um, but certainly if, if you, if you're focused on flipping your way up, uh, it, it can be done. And then eventually you can buy a more expensive NFT or let's say a quote unquote blue, blue chip NFT or a higher quality NFT that you really want to hold uh, long-term. And, and that's kind of like your plan. So let's say that, uh, my first tip, if you want to flip your way up, right, is to do it with a couple of collections like try to really focus on on a few collections that you know everything about right you know their cycles you know 
um, how's the human behavior inside because every collection has human behavior believe it or not like the human behavior in CryptoPunks is different than the human behavior in uh, freaking uh, you know the dodge pound right or the human behavior is different than uh, in um, maybe the sandbox right like people have different time horizons for each NFT like in general if you join a collection that's more like a collector's item like for example autoglyphs or fidenzas uh, the people that are inside they tend to hold more long term they don't really chase like a quick uh, 1.5x right typically they're long-term holders and, and you might find that some collections are more like that and other ones are more like for uh, are more they have more people that are looking to flip so you got to know like what you're getting into and that's why I believe that it's important to focus on only a couple of collections and uh, and do this flipping thing inside those because you know everything about them and it's almost impossible to know everything about 20 collections why because every collection is is very dynamic right uh, especially the new ones they have a lot of variables you have the team you have the token that they're creating the staking all the news you have the community you have uh, the utility you have all the maybe they're doing events and it's you have like 10 different variables inside each modern collection multiply that by 15 that's 115 different variables that you need to keep uh, monitoring at the same time apart from knowing how the money flows um, so it's a it's it's a lot of information a lot of focus a lot of energy that is required for you to master way too many things at the same time on the other hand to give you an example i saw someone doing this and that's why i'm using this example uh, if you decide to master everything and know everything for example about my curio cards which is a historical nft the first art ethereum uh, art project in ethereum then you might know you might know exactly how the previous cycle cycles played out how the money flowed in the collections to which cards the money flowed into the most which were the cards that got the most return the most returns from the from the floor or from the bottom to the top to the all-time high or maybe you know exactly you know that the new all-time high is two times higher than the previous all-time high and and you know all the news that are coming you know the types of collectors that are inside you see the patterns i know someone in that collection that is literally only trading in that collection and they're making a killing because they know exactly when it gets greedy they know exactly when it's undervalued so they can easily go and buy when it's undervalued and sell when it gets greedy and they have made thousands and thousands of dollars i don't know how much obviously but but a lot of money because i i see the transactions and they home oh my god this guy or girl they they really know what they're doing and they they've been around in this collection for a while so if you're gonna flip your way up you want to go from one eth to ten eth i would suggest you master a few things so give you an example let's say that the that the floor for uh my curio cards is 0.5 ETH, right? And the all-time high for that card was uh, 4 ETH, right? That's an 8X right there. So if you understand the collection and you know that 0.5 is undervalued, then you buy, uh, let's say your budget was 1 ETH. So you buy, you buy two cards at 0.5, right? And then you just sit on them and wait till the volume uh, gets back to the collection. 
And when you see it getting close, 3, 3.5, 4 ETH, and maybe you understand the next all-time high is going to be a little bit higher than the previous all-time high, it gets to 4.5 ETH, maybe you decide to sell uh, both, and now you're sitting on 9 ETH, right? Now, what do you do with those 9 ETH? Usually, when the, mar the market is very... It gets very greedy, the returns are very high, you're in a, the middle of a bull market, going and throwing those 9 ETH into something else or even in the same collection, it might not be the best idea because everything is pumped up. So what do you do there, right? You wait, you wait for things to cool down. Remember, things don't go up forever, especially in NFTs. So you wait for things to cool down, you keep your 9 ETH, you just ride them, you're just chilling. Then when things crash, Maybe you're so, so informed about my Curio cards, for example, you know that crashes are typically 70, 80% of the value from the all-time high, right? So for example, I know that my Curio cards, when it goes down, it's, it, does, it goes down more than 50%. So when you are at 80% down, 70% down, you, you monitor it, you decide to get in again. And now you decided to get in with 90th and you scooped maybe eight cards and then that's how you go and that's how you go um now i'm just using my curio cards by, by the time you're listening to this i don't know what's their prices i don't know if they're pumped um but it's just an example because i saw someone doing that with that collection and the thing is this like it is literally like life-changing money like a lot of people don't process the leverage that is in this industry like the leverage the fact that with an NFT, you can multiply the amount of Ethereum coins you have, right? And then the fact that those coins will go up in value over time, just mind blowing. So for example, if you go from one ETH to 10 ETH, and Ethereum is at, uh, you know, let's say you had um, one ETH at $3,000. So you had $3,000 in USD terms, right? And then you went from one ETH to 10 ETH. Now you have, uh, 10 ETH, but maybe Ethereum is $5,000. So now you're sitting at 50,000. So from 3,000 to 50,000, right? Now, if you go from 10 ETH to 30 ETH, that's just a 3X. Let's say that, again, you wait for your collection that you mastered to go down and you got in again. And then it went up again, you make a 3X. Now, by the way, this, this, this uh, returns 2x, 3x, these are, this happen all the time in NFTs. You just need to know where you're looking and you need to be in the right collections. So you go from 10th to 30th and you wait and you keep the 30th just sitting there and Ethereum gets to $10,000, which by, for me is, is clear, crystal clear that it will get there. I don't know when, I don't know if it's going to be a year or two or less, but I know it's going to get there. By, by the time it gets there, you're sitting on 300K. And then you look back and you were like, oh my God, I started with one ETH at 3K, right? This is like in USD terms, if you see it, you went from 3K to 300K. Now that, that money is literally life-changing money for most people. And of course, I'm, it sounds beautiful and everything, but um, in this scenario, you know, from 3K to, 100, uh, to 300K, but so many things could go wrong <laughs> throughout the process, right? So like you, you, of course, there's so many variables. You could actually get into a collection that sucks and actually you went from one ETH to 0.2 ETH and you lost some ETH and um, yeah, or maybe, I don't know, maybe you lost the ETH for whatever reason. So I'm of course uh, talking about a scenario where things go well. Uh, my, my, my advice is like, 
try to focus on a few things. We cannot focus on tons of things at the same time because especially like most of us have things to do, right? We have a job, we have a business to run, we have other things. So uh, it's almost impossible to know what's happening every second of every day in the market because this thing is 24 seven. And uh, the other approach is, you know, you buy an NFT and you just hold long term, right? You hold. Long. Oh, by the way, before I move there, before I move there, uh, back on the on the flipping uh, strategy, if you're going to flip your way up, then you might want to buy more than one, if possible, right? Like instead of buying one, you can buy, uh, hopefully you uh, buy two or three. That way, when it goes up, you can sell two and keep one, for example. And uh, uh, that way, if it keeps going up, you rode the last one up. Uh, so when people flip their way up, usually like it's a better better idea to do it with uh, to have several NFTs to do that, not only one, because if you only have one, then you need to time it like perfectly. And, and if it keeps, keeps going up, you're like, oh, crap. Uh, but anyways, that's if, if you can do it. If not, you can start with one. And the other uh, strategy was doing it uh, with a long term approach. Let's say you buy one curio at 0.5 and then you just write it up and it goes to four and then it goes down again and it goes back to one and then you just write it up again it goes back to five and so on and so forth and then you just keep putting new money into the market and keep growing your collection that's if you don't want to literally like time anything like if you if you just want to hold and forget about it right you can do that right you can grow a collection you can end up with a lot of value in ETH terms if you hold high quality nfts for the long term um, in my opinion, historicals are like the safest, quote unquote, safest options um, just because, you know, they just need to exist, basically. So choosing the right picks is easier, in my opinion. But anyways, that's that's what you do if you hold long term. You just buy and hold. That's it. And then you new money, you put new money into the market and then you try to buy at good prices. The real key here is buying at good prices, right? So buying a high quality NFT at a good price. If you can buy a, when there is blood in the streets, like you, if you can buy when something is freaking 60% down, 80% down, th that's that's where you will make the most money. It's not by buying the peak. So you really got to understand how the FOMO cycles work, right? Like when you when people are freaking flexing how much money they're making, that's usually when it gets really greedy, really hit up, right? The market. When people are really afraid, nothing's going on, you know, then then that's probably a better time to buy. So if you can understand the FOMO cycles, how greed works, how money flows into the collections, the peaks, the bottoms, um, and you can master a couple of collections, you can do really freaking well, even if you start with 0.5 ETH or 1 ETH, okay? But you really gotta be like, strategical about it you cannot just go and if you have one ETH, don't get into 10 collections that are or no you cannot even do that like yeah don't get into 10 collections that are 0 0.04 ETH. like i don't know I, I i would i wouldn't really do that because that's more like gambling you it's very hard to keep track of 10 collections right so that's just my personal opinion some people might think that more collections is better you have a higher chance of hitting a home run there um I would much rather get into two that I really have conviction on and that I know that are they are good at great prices because I I studied the uh, cycles. Um, so yeah, that's basically it. 
just wanted to share those thoughts with you i hope you freaking smash it and destroy it and uh, multiply your ETH as as much as possible and have fun throughout the process um and if you're starting out in in this world you want more information you want more resources we're adding great information at cryptolaunch.com cryptolaunch.com go check it out and uh yeah i'll see you around